Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 367. On one occasion, Jesus gave me to know that when I pray for intentions which people are wont to entrust to me, he is always ready to grant his graces, but souls do not always want to accept them. My prayer overflows with great mercy for souls, and especially for poor sinners. If only they could understand that I am the best of fathers to them, and that it is for them that the blood and water flowed from my heart as from a fount overflowing with mercy. For them I dwell in the tabernacle as king of mercy. I desire to bestow my graces upon souls, but they do not want to accept them. You, at least, come to me as often as possible and take these graces they do not want to accept. In this way, you will console my heart. Oh, how indifferent are souls to so much goodness, to so many proofs of love. My heart drinks only of the ingratitude and forgetfulness of souls living in the world. They have time for everything, but they have no time to come to me for graces. So I turn to you, you chosen souls. Will you also fail to understand the love of my heart? Here, too, my heart finds disappointment. I do not find complete surrender to my love. So many reservations, so much distrust, so much caution. To comfort you, let me tell you that there are souls living in the world who love me dearly. I dwell in their hearts with delight, but they are few. In convents, too, there are souls that fill my heart with joy. They bear my features. Therefore, the Heavenly Father looks upon them with special pleasure. They will be a marvel to angels and men. Their number is very small. They are a defense for the world before the justice of the Heavenly Father and a means of obtaining mercy for the world. The love and sacrifice of these souls sustain the world in existence. The infidelity of a soul specially chosen by me wounds my heart most painfully. Such infidelities are swords which pierce my heart. January 29th 1935. This Tuesday morning, during meditation, I had an interior vision of the Holy Father saying Mass. After the Paternoster, he talked to Jesus about th that matter which Jesus had ordered me to tell him. Although I have not spoken to the Holy Father personally, this matter was taken care of by someone else, Father Sopochko. At this moment, however, I knew by interior knowledge that the Holy Father was considering this matter, which will soon come to pass in accordance with the desires of Jesus. Before the eight-day retreat, I went to my spiritual director and asked him for certain mortifications for the time of the retreat. However, I did not receive permission for everything I asked for, but for some things only. I received permission for one hour of meditation on the Passion of the Lord Jesus and for certain humiliation. 
but I was a little dissatisfied at not receiving permission for everything I had asked. When we returned home, I dropped into the chapel for a moment, and then I heard this voice in my soul. There is more merit to one hour of meditation on my sorrowful passion than there is to a whole year of flagellation that draws blood. The contemplation of my painful wounds is of great profit to you, and it brings me great joy. I am surprised that you still have not completely renounced your self-will, but I rejoice exceedingly that this change will be accomplished during the retreat. That same day, when I was in church waiting for the for confession, I saw the same rays issuing from the monstrance and spreading throughout the church. This lasted all through the service. After the benediction, the rays shone out to both sides and returned again to the monstrance. Their appearance was bright and transparent like crystal. I asked Jesus that he deign to light the fire of his love in all souls that were cold Beneath these rays, a heart will grow warm, even if it were like a block of ice. Even if it were hard as a rock, it will crumble into dust. Jesus tells St. Faustina here that he is always ready to grant graces uh, when people ask her to pray for a particular intention, but the would-be recipients of the grace are not always open to receiving what they ask for. We can think of the example of St. Augustine. People ask why his mother, St. Monica, had to pray for his conversion for 30 years. Why wouldn't God give him the grace of conversion sooner? Well, God probably was offering him the grace sooner, but Augustine wasn't ready to accept it. St. Augustine famously prayed one time, Lord, give me the grace of chastity, but not yet. Jesus prepares graces gifts for us, but often we refuse them. How sad. Let's open our hearts to his gifts and pray that others would do so as well. When we make a visit to a church and pray before the Blessed Sacrament, before the tabernacle, we can ask Jesus to share with us the graces that others refuse and that are not open, that they are not open to receiving, and in this way we can console his heart. Jesus is especially grieved by souls that are consecrated to him when they are not open and when they turn from him. So let's pray and make reparation for them as well. St. Faustina had a vision of the Holy Father. Uh, the Holy Father at the time in 1935 was Pope Pius XI. Um, and she had an interior sense that the matter that had been discussed would be accomplished shortly. Uh, apparently, Father Sapochko had written to the Apostolic Nuncio about establishing the Feast of the Divine Mercy. Now, this was accomplished 65 years later when Pope St. John Paul II established the Feast in the year 2000. Now, apparently, Pope Pius XI had been considering it, but it didn't go forth at that time. Now, we might consider that a long time to wait, 65 years, but in the light of eternity, Think God considers time differently than we do. St. Faustina continued to struggle with her self-will, but Jesus was helping her, and he did free her, apparently, from that struggle uh, during a retreat. 
And then again, Faustina saw a vision of the rays pouring out uh, on the, in the church uh, from the monstrance on all those uh, who were assembled. Uh, and she prays that uh, Jesus would set all hearts on fire with love for him because often we are cold and indifferent. So we should make that same prayer, pray for that same intention, that Jesus would set our hearts on fire with love for him. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.